Um, we, we are here for a, not necessarily live, but in, in person, um, kick and cover podcast episode uh, with uh, legendary UTSA kicker, uh, Christian Stern. Hardly, hardly legendary. <laughs> he, he, he is also an assistant football coach at uh, Brothels Canyon. Uh, here in the great state of Texas. Coach, how you doing? I'm excellent, how are you? I'm doing good, kick a plane. Thanks for seeing me on such short notice. Oh yeah, dude, I'm just happy you come out here. This is awesome. Oh yeah, like it was a great time visiting my family and like I said, anytime I can see the area and like I told you, I, I um, lived in New Braunfels area for about two and a half years. Converse, where Judson is, for about another two and a half. So, mm-hmm. well, it's a nice, it's a nice area out here. I'm very happy. To oh, it's high school. Oh, it's great. And I like Mook driving in here. I'm just like, this place has just changed 15 in 15 years. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it definitely has. Even my buddies who went to school here, they're saying the same thing. They're like, it is blowing up out here big time. Oh, it's not even same. Like I don't recognize half of it. It's Oof. just, it's, it's very different. Like there's parts you're like, oh, I remember that, or I remember that, and then half said like, where's, oh, it's gone. Uh, but yeah, like, like I said, I moved out of here 15 years ago, so yeah. it's a completely different um, just area. So, so I, I first, I, how, how's y'all season going? It's good. We're nine and one. Uh, the big deal is it's a turnaround from last year. We were zero and ten. Okay. So, um, and the joke is that I showed up. That's definitely <laughs> definitely got nothing to do with it. Um, we're in the third round of the playoffs right now. We beat Pflugerville in the first, uh, won by a field goal. Um, had a, we stopped them, waning seconds. I think we, there was like 17 to go, and we stopped them. Uh, and then after that, we had a COVID win. Unfortunate for them, it was Katie Paytow, and uh, they were a good football team. It was going to be in Katy, but uh, due to their policies, that game didn't get to get played. And now we've got Cedar Park tomorrow, so <laughs> that's that's going to be it's going to be a tough one, but we're ready for it. Good, I'm glad to hear that, Coach. And like I said, um, I wish you luck in that game tomorrow. And by the time this obviously comes out, the game will have been played, and hopefully yeah. you've advanced. Um, but I mean, how has all the COVID procedures affected you guys, especially like? I mean, we, me and you talk kicking and special teams all the time. Mm-hmm. Has that affected anything? How you do anything and, or like some of your prep or any of that? So uh, not necessarily. The prep is all the same. Um, practice is just different because everybody has to be more spaced out, masks all the time, always. Um, working out, meetings, we have to keep track of where everybody sits. Uh, just in case if somebody does test positive, then we have uh, a record of where they were at for contact yeah. tracing and all that. Um, practice still been the same, uh, just those few minor details, but nothing major. Okay. Now uh, hey, let's let's kind of get in. I mean, you did a video for me for kicking. You did a, you were at, you made the rounds a lot during the spring for kicking. Mm-hmm. You did a really good job, and um, and I, I know you did stuff for Coach G for me. And I think a couple other. Uh, there, there was one more I did for, um, I think it was Coach Coach Tube, I believe. Okay. It was either that or I forgot the website. I got it on okay. Twitter somewhere. but Yeah, but you, you made the rounds. You talked a lot about kicking, I mean, obviously with your experience, mm-hmm. um, co- kicking at UTSA. Um, and, and we want we kind of want to talk get a little more depth in the like, preparation of kicking. Mm-hmm. You want to kind of go into that a little bit on kind of what you do to help prepare your kickers and all, all that so uh, the biggest thing with all that, and I, and I know kicking is like just, you know, 
What blows me away is that the kicker and punter, that's the quarterback of that phase of yeah. the team. So, and the thing is just people just don't have more knowledge on it. That's why I jumped into it over the, the summer, especially with Coach G. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't hear anybody talk about this stuff. I'm going to hit it, and I'm going to hit it hard. Because I've, I've helped coaching Pittsburgh, coaching Georgia, coaching California, I believe one in Louisiana and a couple here in Texas all contacted me after that. Um, and I was able to guide them. And they texted me throughout the season and sent yeah. video clips. And I want to help guys get their guys better because yeah. it's so important that you have a good kicker or punter. I didn't know how important punting was until I got to college. Yeah. And I played for Larry Coker, who won a national championship at Miami. And he told us, and our punt meeting said, this is the most important play. I don't care about anything else. I don't care if the offensive coordinator says it's power. I don't care <laughs> if, if the defensive coordinator says it's an A-gap blitz. He said, that's all hogwash. It's, it's the yeah. punt. And that really opened up my eyes. He showed us a chart, um, how the percentages of if you flip the field, what their chances of scoring are if they're at the 20, their 30, or our 40. And it dramatically changes once they get to the 50. Like once they pass the 30, they have like a 30 to 20% chance of scoring. So if you can just punt it over there and get them there, huge. Yeah. So my biggest thing, um, and I've, I've dealt with all different kinds of guys. When I was at Antonian, uh, the first kid I had, really hard worker, never punted, barely kicked, he was a soccer kid. Um, the biggest thing for him was just teaching him basics. And a big thing, um, and I've only been around a couple of coaches, but most of them do a good job. When you're coaching your uh, kicker punter, it's got to be positives mainly. Yeah. I, and I know you got to get on to other players, but this is such a mental game that if you put them down, they're just down the rest of the game. Yeah. They shut off. So with my guy, I've got right here. I'm really fortunate at this school. I mean, he's he's just a dude. I mean, I've. All I've really had to do is tweak a few things and mentally just keep him in it. Um, I'll give an example. We were playing a game early on in the season and he shanked the punt, like shanked it. And I went up to him, I was like, look man, that's, that's your one bad one and that's it. Every game I tell my guys, you get one bad one and just know that. So it lets them relax a little bit because kickers are one of the few positions that have to be perfect or are required to be perfect. Like a quarterback can go 70%, 60%. That's a great game. A kicker is misses one kick and it's a bad game, no matter what. And that's why with him, I was just positive the whole time. Now there were times during the game I'd tell him, hey, that was, that, that was, that was no bueno. Like, this is what you need to fix your chest up, lock your toe, whatever. And uh, another thing I had to deal with was midway through the season, he was having a lot of success. Um, he's doing really well, but he's a high school kid. So he started kind of relaxing. Um, I heard this line and I love it. They said, success is like a cocktail. Once you drink it, you just want to relax. And that's what he wanted to do. And I came out early to practice one day and he was just messing around. And, um, and I was like, all right, well, He's having fun, he's doing well, I'll let him relax. And then we get to team and it was awful, like missing them left and right, barely making them. And I told him afterwards, I said, look, 
you're too good, you've worked too hard to throw it all away right now and mentally just yeah. get out of it. So that's one of the biggest things is that it's, uh, you know, Pat McAfee is. Yes. He's a hilarious it. dude. Fantastic. And he even says it's all right here yeah. in between the, all of it because even he said he was a pro player for the Colts and he said there were some days he came out and his body was just like, no, you're not doing it today. And he knows how to do it, but just mentally it's just. And so on those bad days, that brings me to my next point, on the bad days, if I can tell it's just not good, we'll get a few good reps, not great ones, but yeah. just good ones, and we'll just call it after that. Because all you're doing is practicing bad reps at that yeah. point. So there is, it is okay to tell your kicker, hey, take the day off. Like, give me two good ones, we'll come back tomorrow. And then it's just like a light switch. I just I don't know what happens. It just happens. Yeah. But I get it. I've had kickers like that, and I've just shut them down. Yes. It's like, and I agree 100. Like it's all mental. Like mm-hmm. there's not. I I've had some kickers that were some borderline head cases. You're yeah. just like, okay. And I've had I've had to tell our coaches like just stop. Don't let me deal with the kicker. Don't yep. worry about him. Like, you you get on him is not going to help. It's, yes. It's, it's a mental. Especially, I mean, again, to your point, like you're only doing a couple of games. Like he needs to be like yes. this, and you can't be thinking about you yelling at him. Or, I mean, well, and, and to your point about that, about other coaches coaching him, uh, I had a coach in college, and this dude was 100 miles an hour all the time. But, and I didn't realize this at the time. I was actually, uh, it kind of like made me second guess myself going onto the field because of how intense he was. I knew if I shanked it, I was getting chewed out. And that can't happen. He has to go out there knowing, even if I yeah. don't do well, they still have my back because it's a snowball. Once one bad one happens, you just get yeah. on him. But it, it depends on the kid. Because some kids, you get on them, and that it just clicks for them. But others, yeah. most kickers, you get on them. No. Oh, yeah, just shut down a heartbeat. But this coach... What did really well is that he put so much pressure on me early on that eventually when I got to be a senior, he flipped the switch and he was like, you're going to be great. You're going to do well. I believe in you. Best season. Like, that was the best I've ever done in my entire yeah. life because I knew he had my back. Um, but that's, that's just the funny thing is he's, he's just a hardcore, hard-nosed defensive coach. But if he wouldn't have coached me like that, I would have been better. Now – his coaching style, I wouldn't use that for everybody. Um, just because, like I said, and like you know, there are those kickers that you get that just you yell at them one time. They're just, yeah, they're done. Now, like, and, and for kickers and punters, what is the biggest, not the biggest, what is the most common thing you have to tweak? Because you, you've worked at a couple mm-hmm. places now. You, you kicked in college. What is the most common thing that kind of gets overlooked or, or, or is like, oh, yeah, that needs to tweak. They're doing that wrong or – like, what's kind of your body posture? Okay. 100%. So, uh, punters, kickers, doesn't matter either or, even on kickoffs. What they do is is that uh, they practice so much, and rest is such a big thing. Uh, people underestimate that. I told uh, the guy behind me in college, he went to be a Ray Guy finalist um, at UTSA, or semifinalist, excuse me. Um, 
I told him, I said, rest is more important than those 30 reps you're about to get. Because once you get to a season, you are what you are. Yeah. It's like on offense or defense later on in the season, you are what you are at that point. And um, so it's the body posture because they get in their stance and they start leaning forward because that gets them momentum and they don't have to use as much of their legs. Yeah. Because that's just, that's just physics. You start leaning forward, you get more momentum, and you go into it. But that kills your leg swing. I had to fix my kicker on it this morning. It kicked the field. Uh, he was doing kickoffs. I was like, dude, and I, I, just, I just do this. I'm all about quick cues no matter what I'm coaching. This just means keep your chest up. Okay. Literally just tap, and he goes, okay. And then he does it, and he fixes it the next one. Um, high school kids are lazy. I mean, we all know that. It's just, yes. it's just a given. Yeah. And I, I don't harp on them. I don't chew them out or anything. I just like, come on, come on now. Let's let's just pick it up. And I give a set number of reps. I don't just say, all right, we're gonna kick till I feel good. We're, yeah. we're gonna get a couple good ones and we're gonna call it. But it's absolutely posture, 100%. Okay. Now you mentioned reps there. How many do you try to get punting and kickoffs and kicking in pregame? Like I'm always, everybody's a little different. I'm always wondering. I know I've asked you probably that before as well, but just for for this purpose, what what do you kind of look at there pregame? So pregame for me uh, doesn't mean anything, absolutely nothing. I had games where I couldn't make a field goal okay. pregame, and I went three for three in the actual game itself. Um, I go until I see them kick two or three quality ones. You want to stop them when they're at the apex of their kick. So once you see them get like a couple good ones, you're like, all right, got to call it. Field goals, that's different. I would say about six. If he's feeling good, get more. If he's just shanking them all over the place, you just cut it off. Because, again, I'm not about practicing bad reps. And yeah. pregame, to me, doesn't mean anything as far as kickers go. It's just warming up anyways. Because I know for me and the guys I've coached, when we get to a game, it's like a switch gets flipped. Because now you have that adrenaline factor. And when I got in there, uh, and the better they get, the more veteran they get, like the guy I got right now, um, I asked him, what do you think when you're out there? He's like, nothing. <laughs> we, we catch it, we black out, and then we kick it, and then we watch the ball fly. That's all I remember. Every great kick I've ever had, I don't remember kicking it. I remember okay. the before and the after part. All right. So the more you can get them in that just in the, the zone, right? Yeah. You just you cut it off because they're they're in it and you just need to get them staying with it because then if they start shanking it then their confidence goes down um, and warming up too much is absolute. Yeah. Now if I had to give a hard count punt wise seven or eight, okay. But again it depends on the day. Field goals eight to ten and kickoffs uh, six to eight. Okay. I mean, rest is huge. Absolutely. Now, now you mentioned rest and keeping warm there what about on the sideline because I've, I've had mm -hmm. kickers who just want to kick non-stop and mm -hmm. you have to tell them to stop yeah. you know just wear yourself out now there are kickers that won't stay warm and just not yeah. i mean we got kicking down on the sideline for a reason so i've also had kickers who just stand by themselves in the corner <laughs> and i'm just like and instead of forcing that one to come down there i sent like three or four of my jv kids yeah. go stand there and talk to him yeah. just to i'm not saying annoy him to death but uh -huh. at least just Checking on them. Like, what 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 does that sideline portion of the game look like for you, or do you recommend? So that's actually, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, in high school, I was a kid who kicked a thousand footballs on the sideline <laughs> until my 
uh, special teams coach. He also kicked in high school. He's like, you know, you suck because you're kicking a thousand footballs before the like before you even get in, right? I was like, well, because the thing is, it's like you want to just go, okay, that was a good one. Okay, that was a good drop. That was a good drop. Okay, now I'm ready. But like, you get two good drops and then you have a bad drop. You're like, oh, what if I get in a game and that happens? But it's just, it literally has to just be. It doesn't matter. Once you get in a game, it's going to be different. You just need to get yeah. the drops in and the dry swing. So field goals. Again, it depends on the game, and you got to tell them that. If they're feeling great, you can get a little more than usual. I typically, when the ball crosses the fit, once we know we're in field goal range, the moment that happens, if it's a big play or um, basically a big play, once you get into his range, if that's a 47, so once they get onto the 30-yard line or closer, he needs to start uh, like kicking a few more. If you can tell that the ball's moving and they're going to get going, I'd kick one just every two, three plays. Okay. The more veteran they get, they're going to understand, all right, I'm cold, I need to get a rep. Because it's like golf. Part of it's just a muscle memory thing. Yeah. So once you get a kick in, you're like, all right, your mind clicks in and you go, okay, I know what that felt like. Now I'm going to go duplicate it out on the field. Um, so once you get the ball back, Let's say they just punted it to you. Uh, go kick a couple. As the drive keeps going, kick one every two or three. Just one, no more than that. And then once they get into the um, into field goal range, then you can maybe start kicking a little more, but really just keep that rhythm okay. of one every couple plays. As far as punts go, drops and drops and drops and drops. You don't have to do a boatload of them. I would have somebody just toss you the ball catch, set, and drop it. Because that's the other thing. We have done so well this year on punt because his catch, set operation time has been so fast and so smooth. We work that every day. I probably throw 100 footballs at him, no lie, just him catching and setting. Okay. And that helps punting one million times. I didn't realize that till the end of my college career. I wish somebody would have emphasized that more. But the reason why guys are so slow is because they're doing this trying to get there but yeah. if you rep it enough it's just boom boom and then they're into it and they look slow but you put it on a stopwatch and it's two second operation time which is what you want yeah. now that's crazy fast but like two one that's still fast um so for punting it would definitely be the drops you can get a dry swing i would not have them drop next to their leg and yeah. kick because that's bad muscle memory Good bad habits, yeah. yeah so if you want to do a dry kick do it without a ball and then the punter, when he gets out to the field, he'll do a dry kick without a football. That also helped me big time. Uh, again, the muscle memory kicked in at that point. Now, for your drops, do you, which hand technique do you teach? Because I've heard like four of them. So yeah. which, which one, do you, what, what is your preference? I know we all kind of edit a little bit for a kicker. Yes, so I, I used to be straight underhand, but this is not natural. Like I'm forcing this right now. Now, if you stick your hand out to shake somebody's hand, this is how I teach it. Okay. And this has been super consistent. I got great at this, like, really quickly. Um, and it's working for my guys right now. Now, uh, the tricky thing is, is that depending on their flexibility, that changes the drop and angle of the football. I mean, it's all about timing and all yeah. that. Um, but definitely, like, you're shaking somebody's hand. I've, I've found that to be the best. Okay. And then kind of the last section I want to get into before we wrap this up is we've talked on the way up here about – special teams prep and you, you expanding 
what you've been able to do, like your level of scouting and all that. How's that been? And kind of what have you kind of learned as you've expanded your role in scouting special teams and help, helping this program out? Uh, it's, it's just been not, I mean, relating it to the kids 100%. Um, I teach math, and that's – and thank God I do, honestly, because <laughs> it has helped me teach kids who don't want to learn it. Yeah, and they they don't want to get it, and I help simplify it so easy that they just clicks. And it's the same thing with special teams; they don't want to be out there. So I have to break it down and make it simple, and be like, "Guys, it's your only job. This is it. This one thing right here." Yeah. Um, as far as the scouting goes, uh, I'll give you an example. Cedar Park tomorrow, they get in pods or little like, little pods of four on each side. Yeah. Two guys in the middle next to the kicker. Yeah. And when they run, uh, it's like these two guys will go first and then they'll come down. Yeah. Or this guy will go first and these guys will come okay. in. And I was sitting there, I was like, well, that's really interesting. But it's not complicated. Because if you're a good special teams coach, which the guy at Cedar Park is, the same guy goes in the same lane every time. So it's nothing different to him. Because if you put a kid in a different spot, he has to start thinking. Yeah. And that's when bad things happen. So what I found is that uh, number 21 is the L4, so the fourth guy from the left sideline. Yeah. Always 100% of the time, no matter what. It doesn't matter if he's over here, up here, right here. He is always L4. And wherever 32 is, he is always L3, always. Okay. So it's one of those things that like you can break it down to them and show them like that's ain't rocket science. Um, the other thing, and I'm going to do a better job of this next year, is I'm going to have a meeting with all special teams guys, and I'm going to show them anomalies or out there situations. Like we had one happen to us, and this was a great play on their part. Uh, Buta Johnson High School ran a fake punt against us. They shifted the right side of their line over to the left. This receiver backed up, and it was just the deep snapper. Okay. And what I failed to do for them was tell them this guy is eligible. Yeah. Just because he's snapping the ball means absolutely nothing. He has an eligible number. He is the end guy on the line of scrimmage because this guy backed off. And I showed them, I said, he even went out on a route. Now they hit somebody else because this they had done a punt fake we had never seen before. Okay. Um, but that's, that's one thing I'm going to do better for next year. But Definitely throughout this season um, has just been breaking it down, making it simple because, again, those kids don't want to be out there and their attention span's about that big, especially for kicking on top of that. So um, another thing is I've learned how to make it interesting, just throw jokes in there every once in a while. I got this from my last school. I'll pick out a guy and I'll relate him to some fictional character that they know. Um, be like, this is so-and-so from that 70s show. I, yeah. I don't know if they've seen that or not because that's an older series, but yeah, yeah. something like get, that yeah. for an example. So, no, that, That's great coaching. Like my, my buddy does a similar thing, Nick Bolliard up at Taste Valley in Ohio. He, he has a full playlist of situations on Huddle, and he has a full playlist of all the, whatever you want to call it, muddle or whatever mm -hmm. for special, for field goal PAT. He has yeah. a, a, just a gajillion clips of that on there too in a playlist. Just, I mean, that's how you can just want to share with the kids, but also show yeah. kids, okay, here's the situation, here's backed up, here's what happened, here's what you'll see, like, just stuff like that. So, 
Well, Coach, I appreciate you coming on. And, yes, sir. Um, we'll see if this turns into an actual episode or just a blooper <laughs> to pay all the sound got picked up and yeah. kind of go from there. But I appreciate it, and good luck tomorrow. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man.